the Savior, Jesus Christ. Our meditation this morning, taken from Mark's Gospel, chapter 5, listen again to verses 35 and 36. While Jesus was still speaking, some men came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue ruler. Your daughter is dead, they said. Why bother the teacher anymore? Ignoring what they said, Jesus told the synagogue ruler, don't be afraid, just believe. So far, our text. Famous last words. That's what they're called sometimes. Often, they are wrapped in irony. And you don't want to hear these words because they usually mean that something bad has happened, is happening, or about to happen. Here are some famous last words, examples. Has anyone seen the boat plug? <laughs> Do you know how fast you were going? Did you remember to turn off the iron? What's that red light on the dashboard? Don't worry, you won't need those leftover parts. And forget about Google Maps, I know a shortcut. Yeah, famous last words. Oh, you'll know them when you hear them, all right. And when you do hear them, take cover. Something unpleasant is just around the corner. Well, in our text for today, we have a prime example of famous last words, don't we? In fact, the words taken from verse 36, they sound like this, don't be afraid, just believe. And I don't know about you, but those certainly sound like famous last words to me. I mean, what do you think? Would you trust someone who said this to you? Of course the circuit breaker is off. Don't be afraid, just believe. Or that dog has never bitten anyone. Don't be afraid of him, just believe. Or there, there now, this won't hurt a bit. Would you trust that person or not? Would you have fear or would you have faith? Well, that depends now, doesn't it? It depends upon who that person is story is told about a young boy who was asked by a team of scientists to be lowered down the side of a cliff to gather uh, samples of a very rare species of plant. And, and though the scientists offered to pay him quite nicely and they promised to ensure his safety, the boy said no. They tried to persuade him further and, and finally he agreed, but with one condition, that his father would be the one to hold the rope. Because when it comes to faith, it's the object of your faith that's important, isn't it? Whether or not you put your faith in someone depends on who that someone is to you. Your daughter is dead. That's our text. Are there any worse words that a person can hear than those? Your daughter uh, is dead. And those were the words that totally crushed a man by the name of Jairus in our text. He was a good man, Mark tells us, a religious man, an, an administrator or a leader in the local church, uh, the synagogue. Uh, his little girl, whom he loved with all his heart, 
had been deathly ill. No hope. No hope is what the family doctors had said. And so Jairus went in search of Jesus. Of course he did. I mean, who hadn't heard of Jesus? Prophet, preacher, healer, exorcist, Messiah, some were saying, Savior, some were saying, Son of God, some were saying that too. And somehow Jairus catches up with Jesus and throws a rope around him. And with Jesus in tow, Jairus is hustling Jesus back to his house, back to his daughter's sickbed. But the messengers find them first. Too late. Too late, they report. She's gone. She's dead. Jairus, no need to trouble Jesus anymore. Can't you just picture Jesus standing off to the side, taking all of this in? The shock and the pain and the hopelessness and the finality and the gut punch that death always brings. And you better watch Jesus closely now in this text because what happens next will reveal much about this Savior of yours, namely, is he who he says he is? Namely, does he care or not? And then watch through the eyes and ears of Mark as, as Jesus turns to this man whose heart has just been ripped out of his chest and he puts his hand on Jairus' shoulder and he looks into his tear-filled eyes and he says, don't be afraid, just believe. And the next move belongs to Jairus, doesn't it? Because if he says, hasta la vista, Jesus, hey, see you later, I mean, at least you were willing to give it uh, a try, then we know that in Jairus' heart, Jesus is nothing more than maybe a prophet and maybe a healer, maybe a last-ditch shot uh, in the dark. But if the journey continues, if Jairus says, come on, Jesus, just don't stand there. My daughter's waiting to see you at home. Then we know that to this man, Jesus Christ is more than just a moral teacher or a good person or even some kind of medical freak show. Then we know that Jairus has faith. Then we know that he puts his trust uh, in his Savior, his Messiah, God's only Son. Then those words of Jesus don't be afraid, just believe they're more than empty words or tragic uh, words. No, now we know they're words of faith to this man and raw power to this man. Certain promise, certain truth from the second person of the Holy Trinity, no less. Then you know that to Jairus, don't be afraid, just believe are words that are stronger than death. And you also know how this little episode ends, don't you? Jairus will hold his very much alive again daughter uh, in his arms. Thank you, Jesus Christ, soon to become the resurrected one himself on an Easter dawn. Oh, Jesus, we praise your holy name. All right. Well, let's take a breath as all the kids squawk in church. And what a beautiful noise that is on a Sunday morning. I keep on squawking. You know? And three of them are my grandkids this morning. So we'll take a breath because now it's time to talk about you and your life, specifically 
what your life's going to bring in the next week. Because you don't really know what the next seven days will hold, do you? I don't know. Nobody does. But I do know that you're not in heaven yet. And I do know that you live in a sinful world where bad things happen, and, and they will happen. Even to good Christian people like you, if COVID taught us anything, it's that, isn't it? So I don't know. I mean, you might have financial problems this week. Your job might be furloughed. You know, a loved one may become sick, as with Jairus. Your car might end up meeting a tree. The kids might let you down. Someone you trust could easily uh, break your heart. The weatherman might rain on your vacation uh, like he is today. Your husband forgets your birthday. The computer bites the cyber dust. Your dog runs away. Whatever. What are you going to do? How are you going to handle that? May I offer a suggestion? Remember the words of Jesus. Not famous last words, but now through your faith, famous first words. The first words you think of, the first words you grab onto, the first words that fill up your heart when you struggle, because they're Christ's words. That means they're his promise to you. Don't be afraid, just believe. Not famous last words, not just so much uh, talk, uh-uh. Words of love, words of power, words of care, words of compassion. And so, so what? So what we say as Christians? So what if your life dangles over the side of the cliff this week? Jesus is the one who holds on to your rope. He's not going to let you fall. I mean, come on, don't you think Jesus is stronger than financial problems or health problems or family problems or friendship problems? Don't you think Jesus has a plan for your little old life that includes what the sinful world will throw uh, in the way? Come on, he raised that girl from the dead. Raised her. And he himself will walk away from his own grave alive again. What in the world are you worried about? That man, that Savior, he has the power to back up everything he promises. And out of love, he makes those promises to you. This promise, don't be afraid, just believe. Those are your first words now, aren't they? The first words you think of when this nasty world knocks on your door. Even the death of someone you love, even your own death, those are the words that fill your heart. They give you confidence, don't they? They give you peace. They're backed up by that cross and a grave that was only used uh, for three days. Don't be afraid. Believe. May they never be your last words. May they always be first words. This week, all week, amen. And the peace in Christ that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.